0: Welcome to Africa on Focus where we share our success stories. Africa the continent the young diaspora, entrepreneurs, influencers, change makers and so much more. I'm Miss Abba, and this is Africa on Focus the podcast. I'm in uh, in Accra so uh, luckily we will be done by then. But we have him uh here and he is a what I call he's a noted writer and filmmaker and I know he does so much more. Even if you look at him, you know that he is very artistic and um, probably is going to do more major things. And I discovered him because, uh, or through that, you know, that article I shared with you, Donny, from um, Al Jazeera, uh, which, uh, which the article is entitled Beyond the Language of Denial, Men Talk Mental Health in Ghana. So it addresses, addresses a couple of topics, mental health and also a hyper-masculine society where mental illness is often stigmatized. And there was his short film, Shared, which I absolutely love, which you can view on YouTube, Boys Know They Cry, which is Pigeon English for Boys Don't Cry. And um, we're going to talk to him about that before I even spill the whole story. So I'll just have him to join the conversation and then we get to talk about uh, uh, his, his artistry. Uh, Welcome, Yo Wacko. How are you doing?
1: Hey, what's good? How are you, you guys doing? Good can good you guys evening. hear
2: good me? Evening, sir.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we can. Can you hear I'm us? I'm so
1: happy to join you guys. Yeah, I can hear you. I'm so happy to join you guys. How's the evening going?
0: It's, How's the evening it's, looking? It's, it's very good. You know, we can't complain.
1: Well, we are also come here. We are calm out here waiting for the president's address.
0: I know, I know. How has Ghana been for you this week? There have been some changes in Accra, namely. Um,
1: well, the look the, the three week, the three weeks lockdown was lifted. Was lifted just last week. So last week was kind of like partial lockdown where you could go to town to do whatever you really have to do. I mean, considering it is essential. So I mean, the whole last week, people have been quite a bit irresponsible about everything. Yeah, so uh, we, are, we are really eager to see what the president is going to say tonight, whether he's going to, like, enforce another lockdown or whatever he really has to tell us.
0: Yeah, yeah. So how is that going? Will that be determined every week for now, or how is that going?
1: I mean, he's been for, like, the la- I think for, like, the last month, he addresses us, like, every Sunday. So it's something we look forward to. So um, whatever the address is going to be tonight will determine how the coming week for some of us will look like <laughs> Yeah. yeah
0: awesome, well, the Ghanaians here you know they uh we also have been have been watching from the sideline, and a lot of people have actually been commend commending our president for uh doing doing such a great job basically how how has been your observation from that so far me
1: personally for me, I feel like um he is looking at like the options we have for president as of now he is like that best candidate to have been in position for such a time for such a crisis i don't see anyone being able to handle this crisis as good as he is doing so like that really really makes me super happy he's really handling it very very well
0: very much agreed very much agreed um well let let's let's talk about you you know uh it's so good to have you here Uh, a super creative uh one you are and um, I just took on. I, I discovered you online, and I was like, you know what? Let me just get in touch with you on Instagram and send you an email. So thank you again for you know uh, receiving my invitation to uh, to come here on uh, on this show. And one of the interesting topics um, that I know your short movie Boys Know They Cry addresses is uh, is mental health, which is also uh, a, a very interesting topic here within. Ghanian communities around the world. Uh, but before that, we even talk about that. Could you let our, our listeners who might have not been familiar with you yet know who you are in your own words? Uh, well, I mean,
1: <laughs> so um, I'm a writer and a filmmaker. I'm a writer and a filmmaker and um, I work with a television network here as well. That's like my day job. And writing and making making films is like my hobby and stuff I pick up to do like on weekends. So basically I'm a hello hello can you hear me
0: absolutely yeah yeah yeah, so yeah,
1: yeah right so a writer and a filmmaker
0: yeah and how did your journey as a writer and filmmaker start like from from then till now where you have brought out your film boys know they cry is it your first own independent film by the way
1: Okay, so um for Boys Not the Cry, actually um, it was a collaborative project. It, it was a collaborative project with myself and the director. That was his 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 final year project at school, and I just came on to help him with the script. Yeah. So he, he he reached out to me, he was like, Yo, bro, I'm about to graduate and um, I really need to make a film. What can we really work on? And I asked him, like, yeah, let's work on something that you are passionate about. It was like, Well, okay, I'll think of a story and get back to you. So that was how it started for Boys Not the Cry. Oh, so is the director the actor? No, the director isn't the actor. The actor is also um, another friend of ours as well.
2: So
1: like, like um, a group of friends coming together to just make a film.
2: Okay, right,
1: okay.
0: I love that, I love that. And um, while well, you, you cause you're already into film creating, it's it's your day job, you know. Uh, how did you get to this topic since you are the one who was able to, to draw out a, a, a topic
1: I mean, personally for me, I had always really wanted to um, to start a conversation, to really start a conversation. And then growing up in a very super religious, hyper masculine space where men really aren't allowed to be expressive about how they really felt. So I was like, okay, so how can I really project this? How can I make a lot of guys really see themselves in this? So the creating process was basically me starting conversation with strangers I meet at events, like I really like to start conversation with strangers a lot yeah. just to talk to them to see like the view of the world, where they're yeah. coming from and how things are really done in that space and not necessarily even know who they are or even know their names after that. So it was like sampling, I spoke to a lot of people and I realized, okay, so this is a bunch of guys and they all seem to be going through the same thing. So what is a film that they really might like to watch? How about like projecting themselves to them? So basically it was just like me talking to my friends, me talking to strangers, coming together to have a beautiful script out of that.
0: Love that. And um one thing I also want you uh want to know because it's it's quite of a bold step to cover that topic, you know, as a whole. Um, pretty much because you probably we then have to wonder, are people even going to understand what it's about? You know, who who <laughs> did you have in mind? when creating your concept and, you know, developing the film?
1: Interestingly, for me, it's always been, um, what do I really want to watch? What do I want to watch? What do I want to watch? Like, whatever I really want to make, I first ask myself the question, like, what do I want to watch? If it's something i watch, then I'll go ahead and make it. So first of all, I was like a target audience for it. And then being a target audience, I fall within a demography, The de- demography being either class, being either social, being either like, things people have in common i realize that most people within this demographic especially going through distance but then they really do not really talk about it because growing up in ghana mental health as a man i mean you are really you are not allowed to really be open up about your emotions so most people grow up without having their emotional intelligence or emotional maturity to be able to express exactly how they felt and i felt like this was a conversation that really needed to be had it was a conversation that i probably could start with this film so that was like just something i really wanted to do and i was really happy when that conversation started and more creative started creating art with respect to the theme with respect to mental health and then focusing it on men
0: yeah Mm. So what I would like to to know, because uh, it's such an interesting topic that you're touching on, why or how come the men uh, were such like uh, uh, a primary focus for you within this topic? Because most of the time, you know, you would think that mental health thing is women, women talk, women are the ones that are emotional. How did you or what's the reason for you to address particularly men and the masculine culture?
1: For me, I realized, I realize that like most people, most people, like everyone, everyone has like their personal definition of what masculinity should be. Everyone mm-hmm. has their entire definition. And then this definition, once someone gets their definition and they meet you, they really want you to fit into it. Like you really need to fit into what, being masculine men to them and i yeah. thought no everyone needed to have their own voice everyone needs a voice to be able to define masculinity for themselves and one way you could really define masculinity for yourself is if you are able to express how you feel emotionally if you're able to have like that, that to be vocal about your emotion and everything, that's like a conversation starter. How about we starting it from there? And then from there, we could actually decide, okay, this is masculine enough. This isn't masculine enough. Don't tell me to do this because I'm a man. Tell me to do this because you want to do it. Mm -hmm. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Don't tell me um, you need to go to the gym because you're a man. Tell me you need to go to the gym because you need to keep fit or give me another reason Mm -hmm. where being a man doesn't really stand in the way of what you really want to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So basically, that was it.
0: And um, can you share with us a bit of those who don't know what a hyper-masculine culture is and what are some of the examples in which you as a filmmaker see in, in, in Ghana society, which also, you know, draws back to Ghanaian communities?
1: It's basically like, it's, 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 it, it runs across culture. It's one thing that's like so pronounced within like the African culture and not just a Ghanaian thing. You really have to be you have to be like physically tough. You really need to be built. You really need to be there for people. You need to feel mm-hmm. like you are supposed to provide for someone even when you can't provide for yourself. Like you grow up thinking you are supposed to provide for someone when you barely can provide for yourself. And that's not how it really works.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You should be able to take it. You can't give what you don't have. And then being a man, like you jump a lot of steps to be able to get to that space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Has 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 hyper masculinity, um, um, in your own opinion, has it been? Let's say, has it has it been detrimental to the African society as it is of today? Is it is it let's say is it an um, a major problem in the development of Africa now. Would you? It, it, it actually isn't a
1: major problem in the development of Africa now, but then having such conversation will make people understand that, okay, some people are naturally hyper-masculine, but then you don't really need to be hyper-masculine to be able to, be able to define yourself as masculine. It's
2: mm-hmm.
1: just having that conversation and just having that bridge that it's okay for some people to be hyper-masculine. It's very much okay. No one is talking down mm-hmm. that. But then, if you are not hyper masculine, it's also okay. And then, being hyper masculine isn't the absence of being vocal. You should ask. You should be able to talk about how you feel as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, love that. Um, so let's talk about your short film a bit more. Boys know they cry. Um, you know the the film is uh, a boy who talks to his um. Sorry, who talks to his therapist? Um, who did you have in mind when you created these scenes? Like who did you want to find familiarity with, you know, the, the leading character and and all of the scenes that you take us through as we watch the film?
1: I was I was I was I was looking at like the average Ghanaian guy, the average Ghanaian guy in a middle class home where you're supposed to wake up, go to church on Sundays, go to school, get a degree, get a job. Like, basically, that's all. Go to school, get a degree, get a job, marry, go to church. And then you grow up doing all these things. You do all these things because you think you're supposed to do all these things. But then you you don't know why you are doing these things. You never question why these things are happening. But Mm -hmm. meanwhile, you also have, like, different dreams for yourself. You have different plans for yourself. And this is something that really happens. scattered across, like, a lot of middle-class Ghanaian homes. Yeah. So those are the people I was trying to target. And then, and I felt like um, there is this intersectionality of classes here where people are able to like go out together, go out in like millennial spaces, and like there's a group of people from different classes who are there. So having a conversation, having that conversation within that phase, those were people I was really trying to target.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. And um, within, you know, creating the film, did you have any, any doubt or any maybe fears of the way people would interpret the film? Since it's not such a hot topic or a topic that people, or let's say every local person understands.
1: For me, it wasn't, it wasn't um, first of all, it was, it was for the director. It was the director's like final year project. So me, I was just praying and hoping it gets an A. That yeah. was like the first thing I was looking at, like I was really hoping to get an A, once he's okay with that, once he's cool with that, I'm cool with that. That was like the reward I was looking forward to. But then it really came out and then it, it turned. I realized it was bigger than what we thought it was. It was something people have been looking forward to for such a very long time. So yeah. from then we got, like, we got like really great comments in our DMs, emails, people sent emails. Like institutions reach out to us, organizations who really want to screen their films at their events, really reach out to us, and we yeah. realized that we had created something bigger than what we thought we were doing. Yeah. So for us, like it took us by surprise. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't really go out. To, we didn't really go out to set to set a mental health agenda. It wasn't that wasn't yeah. our purpose. We're just making a film. We're just making a film that would address a subject like we were both passionate about. That was going to get him his grades. And then, yeah, that's what happened. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the Donnie actual. Actually... Yeah, Donnie, go on.
2: <laughs> no, I asked, did he pass? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. He did. He did. He did. Yeah,
0: he, he
1: actually got that best production, best production for his year.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I know. And I mean, for
1: me, that's, that, that, that's a great reward for us as well.
0: Absolutely. And I know the work that it takes to actually create a short film. You know, the budgets people work with, you know, even even in, in outside countries, when people even budget a short film, it could be from 6,000 to 10,000, if we, you know, uh, calculate it to euros. And you guys being able to put something together like that is absolutely and the phenomenal.
2: the was very good as well.
0: Yeah absolutely i think i think i, I think
1: what I really take away from making of the film was like the crew we had the crew we had were like a bunch of friends who really were passionate about the project who their project meant something to them so for me as a writer i knew i was like okay so if we make a very good film and it's going to travel far people are going to know about me as a writer
2: mm-hmm. the director
1: people are really going to know him as a director the camera guy the d.o.p the sound guy it's like everyone brought yeah. their a game on it was something we really really wanted to do and, and, and it really showed, it showed in the end product that we really caught. Yeah. So for yeah. us, that was like the beginning, the beginning of maybe some sort of a dream team for us that we are holding
2: together.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Very good. Is,
2: is that going to be, let's say, well, not necessarily a part two, but um, has there been talks of mm-hmm. um, doing a longer or maybe a documentary on this? As you, know, as you guys have noticed that this is a conversation that people do want to have in Ghana. Is there, are there any actions going to be taken on or possible more footage, video something? Oh, we can't hear you. Yeah, we can. yeah.
0: now, now we can, yeah. Could you repeat what you said please? Uh the the connection took out your 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 answer a bit. But,
1: but is it okay now? Yes. So can I talk? Yes. <laughs> all right so for me for me and the director what, we, what we, we sort out to do we don't really want to put ourselves out there as some sort of mental health advocate that's not what we really are we are just young men who really care about mental health who really made mm-hmm. a film we just happen to talk about something we're really passionate about we are not really like stepping out there to go out as people who really want to make films about mental health are like we are people who really want to talk about. okay
0: yeah, and I think it's um, it's a good idea that you touch on that. I think the connection is a bit is a bit down now. We can't hear you. That's the 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 perks, or let's just say the the interesting part of uh live streaming. Can you hear us?
1: Oh my God, I can hear
2: you! I can hear you!
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Please come again.
2: I can yeah, hear you. Last, last. Week. I can hear you. Should, should, should we yeah. play Nanaku for this?
1: Oh my God! Stop it! <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we can yeah. hear you now. You were you were sharing, you were sharing the uh um the fact that you are not advocating. For mental yeah, health yeah I'm, like, I'm
1: like, yeah, we could, we could, we could work on other stories that will probably have a theme about mental health in there, but then not a mental health movie or not a mental health film. There are mm-hmm. other themes that equally need attention. There are other subjects in our society no one talks about that we really want to talk about as filmmakers. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Definitely. So um, just the last part about your film because uh, I know as you explained the short film boys know they cry. And by the way, for those of you who just tuned in, uh, I'm sharing uh, Boys Know They cried the a link to it. It's on YouTube. And that is a short film. Uh, one of the creators is Joe Wackle, who we are talking with right now. He created the film. And um, basically, it was a, a school assignment, but it, it went viral <laughs> in its sense. Uh, a lot of platform picked it up we even discovered it uh, via Al Jazeera that uh, touched on the topic of mental health in, in Ghana, the, the hyper-masculine society it holds. And that goes for a lot of other African cultures and communities around the world. There is a particular, you know, expectancy. uh, You go to church, you do this, you pay the bills, you handle this for everybody. And that's just how it goes. And um, often we don't tend to deal with what it does to an individual, especially men, and the expectancy they have to, to live up to. So I really love how this innocent idea of just, you know, a short film, school project or anything of that has gone viral. And we're going to end up sharing it so much because mm-hmm. this, I hope, will also continue as in the purpose of short film is. Is that it eventually becomes a, a major film, so that you know the, the the topic will arise among people the more, and we also as Ghanaians will be able to address uh, some of these issues in different ways. Very much so.
2: Yeah, and I, I actually think in today's society it even becomes more so um, important, and and it's, there is a reason why I refrain from let's say. Um, social media, in a sense, and um, mm-hmm. though and, and series and Netflix and stuff, because whilst you know we we do admit that there is a lot of uh, let's say reluctance in discussing things as mental health or mm-hmm. uh, mental uh, the mental state of the human being. Mm-hmm. We we still push a lot of um, um, programs or a lot of uh, messages, just to distract people from actually having the time. See, that's why they, during this corona thing, people are you know literally going crazy and so much in need of distractions. So you know you you watch this series now you want to move on to the next one, and all I see in these series and and uh, these. Shows or reality television programs is a bunch of people suffering from mental health, living together or or living right. So and it's and it's and it's and it's insane um, because on one hand, you know the issue is there, Um, and on the other hand, or in the same hand, you can also see um, how people are eagerly running away from it Mm -hmm. um so again it is it is and and that's why i find this this short video indeed is very powerful because it draws your attention back to the 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 topic or to the issue you know just in 12 minutes and nowadays where we very we have a very short um um attention span like 12 minutes can be long yeah but so it's it's you know I I find this movie very extremely powerful for all, um for all these points that I've that I've just mentioned and you know I I would like to see more of it um will, yeah. in some way or form and I like to hear it about it in music um like you know the the song that yeah um, this guy dropped last year was it end of the could year you, could you keep could you keep things fall apart or something What was it that song.
0: Oh, no, that's, um. how did I forget his name? Um, oh, gosh. Who Kina- no. uh-huh, yes. <laughs> right, you
2: know, these these songs, like in three minutes, it's kind of like draws you back to, you know, something to think about. And then, you know, whatever you do, you, you do after that. Um, you know, so these things are extremely important, especially in, in today's era as well. Uh, I, I love it. I I love the I love the the clip. I love the movie.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And um, well, before we close off, because uh, we know we have we have taken very much of your time, and <laughs> the president is going to address the country very soon. You know, I know my my family even back home is even I can even see you see yeah. them sitting them. Sitting on the couch, waiting for that moment. We yeah, waiting.
1: We yeah, are waiting. I mean, yeah. interestingly, right? It's so no matter like no matter your mood, there is this aura he carries that is so calm. Listening to him talk, and you feel like okay, everything will be all right. Yeah. I mean, right after he finishes talking, and then you are back to your mood again. It's like okay. Right. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> and uh, as a filmmaker, as a writer, how has this current crisis been for you? You know how has it impacted your schedule or your working routine could you say even your mental health how has that been
1: (laughs) i mean for me when when it started i thought it was just going to be just just a change in my daily routine that was what i thought it was going to be but then I, i realized like on the third day on the fourth day i realized even the most introvert person doesn't like to be told they can't go out yeah. Yeah. Once you like once you are told you can't go out, you really want to do it, you really want to go out. So for me, initially, I really couldn't, but I have tend to I've become like a nocturnal person that like, I come so much alive between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: like when I'm so so much alive.
0: And between I, this I, time I have the same think- thing. <laughs> that's that's the thing of artists. Artists have that anytime. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think during this time, what I do, like, I do a lot of writing. I write a lot. I write a lot. And then have a lot of pre-production with my friends. Like, projects we plan doing that we couldn't do. We, we, we have, like, a lot of pre-production meetings just so hopefully when everything ends, we just move straight into action. So, me, I just see this period as, like, reading more, watching more, and writing more. Like, especially writing more, which is what, like, I've been
0: doing. Yeah. Yeah. For creative people
2: indeed. Any- do you have any tips for, let's say, the average individual um, to, like, to do to try to, you know, uh, maintain their sanity in 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 these times or in this lockdown?
1: I mean, different things work for different people, like different things work for different people, but then you should actually just try and do the things that really makes you happy, the things that you really love, the little things you can really enjoy without having to go outside and then reach out to the people who really matter to you. And one thing I really want people to actually remember is during this period, right? If you don't hear from your friend in two days, if you don't hear from your friend in three days, (laughs) don't go like, okay, I'm waiting (laughs) for them to reach to me. Like, everyone is going through some shit. Like, everyone is going through something. So, like, just reach out to people when you think about them. Don't wait for people to reach out to you. And don't bear grudge. Don't go around saying, okay, I saw all those who reach out to me during this period. When this period is over, I'm going to see my true friends. No, everyone is going through (laughs) this. Everyone is going through this. Yeah. So, just reach out to people when you think of them. Yeah. And do the things you really love. Like, yeah, you should
0: yeah absolutely absolutely that is a really good way to keep calm calm your nerves
1: yeah charlie for me (laughs) i play a lot of music like i play a lot of music and and i've I've discovered this new thing where every every music means something to me so i just pick an album and i listen to the album back to back and then i write a story like based on it just to see so like Mm -hmm. that's something an exercise i enjoy doing now like writing short stories based on albums
0: Yeah. yeah Love it. Absolutely love it. And I think that goes for a lot of people to also like, uh, even if if to people that are not as creative, to kind of tune in with a side of them, maybe would be reading or uh, making mood boards or something, you know, it's also a very calming, therapeutic thing to do.
1: Well, I mean, I mean, not to be a party pooper, it's really not easy. It doesn't really work for everyone. Like, so do whatever really works for you during this season. Don't just go around sure. reading reading inspirational quotes and um, and some theories just to live by. literally <laughs> live by what really works for you.
0: <laughs> right, right, and talk therapy, right, because that is also what you emphasize. <laughs> You emphasize yeah. in, in your movie, absolutely. Um, yeah, talk to it, yourself. Yeah. Talk to yourself. Yeah. D- Donny, you were saying. Donny. Yeah.
2: yeah. Since you you do draw inspiration from let's say music, and I think music is life, music, like a, a, a extremely important and big, huge source for any type of inspiration. What will um who are your three favorite Let's say musicians um or artists. Your uh, top three. If in, you would in, choose. in 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 Ghana. Yeah. Wherever.
1: Oh, wherever. <laughs> okay. I, I like I think yeah, I like you. I like um I like um Gregory Isaac. Mm-hmm. And I like uh, no, Gregory Isaac.
0: Gregory Isaac.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like, I like, I like I like
2: um, um Jason Ross. Mm-hmm. Jason Ross.
1: Wow. New Jason Ross, yeah.
2: Okay. No, no, these are new artists. Sure. <laughs> that means I'm going. I'm going to look. That's why I'm asking because I really. <laughs> I don't, want to know, who don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and and the third. And I like, I like show them come.
0: Children show come. them come. Show them show come. Them come. come.
1: Yeah, S H O W D E M C A M P.
0: Show them come. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. proper Please. underground, you know. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you
1: should let you should let me know what you think. Especially with show them come. Listen to show them come and let me know what you think. Get back to me, Donny. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: All right.
0: All right. Yeah, get I got back you. to me and then.
1: Right.
2: Yeah, you
0: Definitely. should. You
1: should. You should listen to.
0: I will definitely do that. Definitely. So Joe, before uh, we go off, you know, I know uh, people would like to know where they, where they can find you and follow you uh, and, you know, keep an eye on more of your work. Uh, Also in the meantime, shout out to all of you listeners. I know this is quite of a crowded evening, but um, Mm. you know, shout out to uh, Henka who also said, you know, it's such an interesting, important topic that you touched on with your film um, so let us know what what more can we look out for uh, as in terms of what Joe Wackle is doing and where can people find you? How can we touch base with you online?
1: Oh, I mean the easiest place to find me is actually on Twitter. Like that's like the easiest place to find me on Twitter and then emails. I respond to emails faster than like Twitter emails and then Instagram. Facebook yeah I mean you can reach me everywhere like J-O-E-W-A-C-K-O-E like my name is so my name is so so like distinct you could just you can't just miss it so
0: no absolutely not Joe (laughs) Wackle (laughs) how did you get to that name very short very short that's Uh, my
1: first name that's actually my first name
0: wow 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 Joe Joe Wackle wow calm down
1: (laughs) calm down that's like my first name
0: (laughs) no I love it I absolutely <laughs> love that name because it's it's interesting, it's unique, you. you know, it's Google. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. Well, Joe Wakwa, it was so good talking to you about uh, you know, your film Boys Know They Cry, a short film about mental health in uh, in Ghana. Uh, absolutely C- congratulations on even something that started thank you, on thank you. Thank you. You know, thank you, just thank the you, film school project <laughs> that turned out to be something major. And it's gonna take you to more places, definitely, because definitely. this topic and especially relating to Africa is really interesting. Even even our own shows that dealt with mental health in Ghana or uh, they are the most uh, list streamed. You know podcast episodes so it's those are like the topic that people seek to to know more about and and
1: and, and it's like the topic that people don't really talk about no one really yeah. wants to talk about it like we'd rather we'd rather pretend it
0: doesn't exist yeah absolutely absolutely and congratulations on a successful film i think this is success because it started with just the idea of uh, bringing something in the world and it's taken off so uh good to see our creative our Ghanaian creatives doing their thing
1: thank you very much thank you very <laughs> much hey charlie it's been real and you should listen to my music give back to me the two of you what you, right. you say? you should listen to I'll my leave, music I'll and do. give back
0: to me i'll do that i'll do that all right looking forward right. to it. have have a good evening and uh you too, stay, yeah. too. have a good evening stay peaceful you. <laughs> you too take care Okay, bye oh, bye. All right. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, we just had an interesting or good conversation with uh, Joe Weckle. And uh, Joe Weckle just tuned in from, from Ghana. And um, he's a filmmaker that um, is the originator, the creator of a short film, Boys Know They Cry, addressing mental health issues in in Ghana particularly. I'll be sharing the link with you so that even for those that will be watching the recap and so on could, could watch it. It's a really good movie. Like it's, it's good. The perspective, it just takes you through from everything, you know, just like Donnie said, uh, the music, you know, even the lyrics to the music that he plays in the background, it's that good. And it uh, addresses a topic that is not often considered as important within the Ghanaian community. Uh, Any last words, Donnie? (laughs)
2: Um, Well, no, I hope uh, this week, Because I think slowly, 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 the world is going to start open up. You know, um, yeah. You know, from yeah, I think from next week probably. Yeah. yeah. Because the Netherlands, what in two weeks' time, the children are allowed to go back to school, like half half the time. Yeah,
0: yeah, half day, as in a sense. And um, so, do you? What is your perspective? Do you think things? Do you think that? Things are gonna go go back to normal, or what is your expectation the, in the
2: to that? That's the thing, like because in the end, we'll just come to realize uh, realization that this coronavirus. Because already from the beginning, they said this is not something that is going to go away, nor yeah. is it something that, let's say, um, there will be a cure for it they were, yeah. were talking about a vaccine and mm-hmm. the vaccine already they said it doesn't look like this vaccine is going to happen this year yeah um so to say to shut down everything till there's a vaccine yeah it's not going it's it's going to mean the world is going to stay at um you know be at a standstill till jesus comes um, yeah <laughs> so they're not they're not going to wait they're not going to wait to, um, it simply comes to this: mm-hmm. they're going to push their healthcare facilities, or um, they're going to make it as a, as large as they can within the means that they have, mm-hmm. and then the society have to realize that hey, maybe it's not that bad. Because one of the things is that in the media we have been receiving coronas, viruses, bad, 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 bad. bad. Meanwhile, there are other figures or other articles showing that at this point, all, um, already 20% of the population has probably already have it. They've already had the coronavirus. And of, the, of that 20%, only, let's say, 1% mm-hmm. has suffered, or let's say it's in intensive care or death. So... And, and not even one percent, like lower than one percent, so you know it it it's 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 it, it, they're going to start to push that narrative or that that the other side or the perspective that it's not that disastrous okay. uh, because why because they push oh, it's this and that and that, people are dying. people got scared, right. so even if you open the borders now, like its school schools are going to open. But I don't think people are going to take their kids to school. <laughs> so, you know, so that's the thing. So they, you know, through social media or through media in itself, they will have to give us back that comfort
0: mm-hmm. that,
2: hey, we understand it's out there. However, yeah. it's not that it's not as deadly anymore. So that's so that's what they're going to push that it's not as deadly as it was. Does it mean that he has mutated into something less aggressive? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. It just yeah. means they want us to um, slowly go back to um, our normal. normal. They're going to stop counting because do we still count cancer patients? Do we still um, um, count people who die from had um, um, high blood pressure? Do we, we count people who die? So coronavirus is just going to be one of those, let's say, cause of death, which we don't which we don't count in order to, let's say, we don't make the counting stop societal uh, um, um, yeah. um, arrangements or movement. I think that's where we're going to, and Trump is going to be the front leader of that of yeah. that movement. That hey, just open the borders. We'll see what we'll see. We just have to do our best yeah. to, you know, facilitate the the fake victims victims of it. However, yeah. we're not going to sit there and let coronavirus um um destroy um, this world yeah. in such a manner
0: yeah but but isn't that isn't that more or less uh because people just people just have a hunger to go back to their money and their income you know economics you Not don't really i
2: think people are no, people, i think people are um um actually like very scared um, okay yeah even though some of course some do want to go outside but <laughs> no it's 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 insane it's it's like Unless you've met, uh, last week we even, you know, I I touched on it, is the fact that you have two people on different ends. One who have families or family members or who know of a victim of corona um, um, patients or a victim, yeah. they are totally on that end that, um, that, no, this is a serious thing and social distancing and these things. And then you have the other end where they have no idea that it's, they even think it's a hoax. Right, so though maybe those people might want to go out. However, yeah. I think a significant amount of people still in the Netherlands and or in this Western culture have experienced it some way or have heard about it in some mm-hmm. way or another that actually has struck fear in how they move. Um example, I was um this week I went to let's say uh to lend one of my brothers their car. And so before he gave the the keys to me it was like um there are new rules um because normally it's just like hey you can take the car whatever and then bring it back (laughs) no it was like because there's a chance that my father will use this car and he has also had complications yeah um these are the rules. before you touch the steering wheel you have to um Mm -hmm, this you have to sanitize your hands uh, and also yeah. the steering the cleaning as the well cleaning as the gear, wipes. Yeah. And the gearbox before you and and you are not allowed to give the car um to anyone else but yourself. Um and you wow. know, these are the, the, the things that you you know you're going to um be, um, be facing. Uh it's like yeah. when you even you you don't you don't just pop by someone's, you know, this is my brother, I'ma say hi. Oh, he still lives at home, I'm gonna say hi to him and his mom and dad. Uh uh-uh. uh. No you don't do that yeah First, Yeah, you just have to you know so these are the things we're just going to we're going to see yeah. effectively and this is fear um, um whether we want to recognize it as 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 such or not it is fear fear makes you um be more cautious it take it makes you take precaution precaution uh measures, so yeah, they have to through media they will have to let's say bring that fear to uh let's say to a level where people still have the courage to go out and go work their 40 hours and trading yeah. starts happening yeah cool. but it's a process it they will is. have to do it slowly. Yeah, they will have to do it slowly and, that's, and that's where the gov. that's where the gov- Dutch government is also so let's say they're calculated in the steps that they are taking right
1: mm-hmm.
2: um because I mean uh, honestly the Netherlands could say hey you know just open these cities or this and that but no we you know even even with the with the cry of of let's say the 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 hospitality industry and yeah uh, you know bars and all of them they still no 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 you guys are not allowed to open retailers yeah. no nope. you guys are not allowed to open we can subsidize or we can grant you certain things to cover your costs but no, yeah. Um, um, so this, this, it is for us a, a part of the process. It's going to be a long one, but I think yeah, we we have gone, let's say, through the, the worst when it comes to social discomfort.
0: Like, okay, you think get, so?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't get any more anxious. We can't get any more, um, um uncomfortable. Like from mm-hmm. here, it's just easy. I think.
0: Yeah, and I guess um, in general, time time will tell, you know. Um, someone on WhatsApp, uh, I think one of uh, a former business partner, she was just sending me a message. Shout out to Toyin for checking up on me, and she said, "Yeah, we are s- slowly going back to a new normal, a new normal." And <laughs> that was that was punchlines for me, like the new normal. Uh, it's it's very interesting. Um, what is this new normal going to be? Um, nobody knows. Nobody knows. People are predicting it, you know, obviously, uh, economic, uh, analysts are giving their statements and yeah, it's going to be the greatest depressions and so, and so, but, um, I I've given the news just only 30 minutes of my day and for the rest of it, it's, it's, uh, a lot of other things, positivity on its own,
2: uh, yeah. you know, as she should, as she should. Yeah. Um, don't spend too much. Yeah. Do this, don't spend too much time on the news. The more you watch the news, the you know the more free you're going to become. Yeah. Um, so it's like when this when this lockdown is kind of like coming to an end, it's like um I still don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, you know. Yeah. Um, those things. Yeah. yeah. Because I um,
0: hear even even in the state of uh, Georgia or something, I think coming yeah. Monday the lockdown has been lifted like fully, <laughs> you know, um, and, and there, you know, also same story. There's a fear present. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. And, and even, and even, it was the president who suggested um, 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 that uh, mm-hmm. not directly. However, it was also the first, the same president who then again came out. It's like, it's like when Kumchacha said um, <laughs> that churches sh- should be open. The right. and then this guy went and opened his church and then came back the next the same evening and said you see you open the church and now police have caught you um even I who said it I't open the church same with the, the states you know the president did say right. that you know the goal is to open up um, 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 open our businesses and etc as soon as we can this uh, <laughs> Georgia uh, mayor uh, did open his or governor opened his and then the president comes out and says, "Um, I don't think I don't support that move at all. I don't think it's just too it's just too soon. It's it's like, but however, the, you know, people will cope with it, and um, I don't think he's going to um, um close it. I think he'd actually, if they manage it well, it will become that inspiration mm-hmm. that hey, maybe all the other will be. So one person has to do it first, and mm-hmm. then." The others would be like, "Oh yeah, let's you know, let's let's open it. It's 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 fine. Yeah, um, it's fine. But yeah, who's going to be the first? Which country? That, which nation? Is that is a, a good
0: question. First? It's a it's a very good question. And uh, what like what what I would like to say to everybody, you know, we live in uncertain times. We just got comfortable. That's what we did, <laughs> you know. Especially our generation, we just got comfortable. And uh, in uncertain times, uh, try to find, you know, some stable way of thinking. I tend to find that in God, you know, positive thinking, affirming the right things, uh, which I think is really important. And talking to, to, to people, calling. Um, I think every Sunday or every other day, you know, I just have it on my list to call somebody, just check on them and things like this. Life is short, man. Life is fragile, but we just happen to think we're untouchable. That's, that's what our problem is you know and <laughs> if if you ask me, we think we're we're Avengers, a Superman, or something like that, but um <laughs> But um, yeah, for those of you that uh, that tuned in today with me on Africa on Focus, I just wanna thank you for your time. I know it's quite of an important moment, especially for Ghanaians, uh, but then in a bit, we'll, we will be looking at what our president is, is gonna do for our uh, people listening from Ghana. And uh, this is a lockdown special. Uh, we talked about mental health, very current, very relevant in this time of crisis people are fearful and uh, it's also a good way to kind of regain strength refocus so you can listen to the recap of this show and uh, also within a week the recap of this uh, episode will come on all your streaming platforms spotify itunes um, aftown Google Play. We're all on those platforms where you can listen to Africa Unfocused, and it's all about empowering our community, and uh, um, you know, through role models, people uh, through talking to people who are making a change. So, uh, Donnie, any last words? Anything to boost somebody's motivation? Any anywhere out there? Any interesting book you're reading or podcast you're listening to?
2: Um, stay safe. Um, I just I. I just bought a new book. Um well I bought a bunch of books actually, I think five in total. Mm-hmm. Um but once I've read them,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> I will recommend them.
0: You, uh, recommend- you just want to make sure uh, you're not giving out some bad recommendations.
2: Uh, yeah, I have to I have to read them first. <laughs> read them first.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Look, looking but forward- yeah, other than that, people, yeah, people, you know, just stay safe, stay sane. Uh, Very important, you know, stay stay mentally um, available or mentally uh, comfortable, mentally um, healthy.
0: Yeah, definitely. I I definitely side with that. And um, throughout the week, you know, um, spread some love, call somebody just like Joe Weckl said, you know, don't wait until your friend calls you and then be cutting them off. (laughs) <laughs> after this period is over and be holding grudges, but uh, be sure to call people. It's, it's, we're living in a time where it's a matter of life. you know. Check on people. How are you doing? And uh, all of that. Stay prayed up, stay positive. And um, we'll be catching you next week. Lockdown special is going to uh, continue. Uh, we have some interesting interviews. Uh, the Women About Business, we will have that next week with Kimberly Ofori. Uh, also uh, very soon We're going to have a talk With uh, Denta Amwating About the, the movement I share with you Thank you for listening To Africa Unfocused We air live Every Sunday On high radio From 7pm Amsterdam time Join the Africa Unfocused Platform on Facebook Instagram And Twitter At Africa Unfocused Or visit ww.africaunfocus.com. And follow me On all your social platforms Twitter Facebook And Instagram At Miss Shout out to High Radio and Q Vibe for the jingle.